Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, I got to tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, they are in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. They're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Woo, everybody. Welcome back to Craft Beer Bucket List. I am one of your epic hosts, Biggest Ray Ray. On the other end of the line is Mike. You guys know and love him. And this is our St. Patrick's Day special. Oh, God, that was so extra. Mike, please calm me down. <laughs> hey, did you, did you know we're recording this on National Margarita Day? <laughs> <laughs> I may or may have not had several of those before I sat down behind the mic tonight. Who knows? Oh, Who knows? So, so I mean, it's uh, it's February twenty second when we're recording this. It's National Margarita it Day. Are you are you a, are you a frozen or on the rocks kind of guy? I am both. It depends on my mood and what restaurant I am at at the time. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I got I got so, it. Like, I mean, what do you think, of Eddie Rabbit? Do you think he's a margarita guy? <laughs> yes. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. No, you know, I'm I'm excited. So I'll I'll let you carry on with your Eddie intro Rabbit. here. But you know, good God, Eddie Rabbit again. Yeah. <laughs> he's a strawberry on. The, so, he's a strawberry frozen margarita kind of guy. I I, I bet he is. Yeah. So to this is a special episode, Mike. I you know this is one I'm glad that I record this in my home office because I have absolutely no business trying to drive anywhere once we get through this lineup. Um, but man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. Uh, we've again, solid lineup and we'll get to that in a minute, but before we do that, we have a guest tonight, Mike. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, is, is this where I introduce the guest? Is, are you ready for me to do that? 
I I am. All right. I think I probably got out of line with their show notes. My bad. Remember, Margarita Day. Completely little little wiggle sure. here. Yeah. So our, our guest today, um, she's just a Texas gal who loves beer. Uh, she's a published cover model featured on Retro Lovely magazine. Uh, people can find her at Tex Loves Beer on Instagram and Texas Sunflower on Untapped. Um, Ray, let's let's welcome Tex to the podcast. Uh, she, you know, she appeared on one of your live streams uh, during your quarantine run early in 2020 on your uh, your own YouTube channel. Um, and she was so popular, um, that we didn't invite her back. Um, she was taking away all the, the good stuff, but, uh, Tex, uh, welcome to the show. Hi guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're pleasure. welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to talk about beer and get to hang out with y'all. Yay. We do a lot more talking than we probably should. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. It's okay. Keeps we have fun though. That's yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it does. I, I've got I've got a, a one question quiz, Ray. Oh, let's hear it. Um, who's better looking, me or Tex? <laughs> <laughs> Silence is golden here. I'm, not, I'm oh. only joking. <laughs> I, I think that the, I, the I don't want I don't want her to be that, embarrassed. <laughs> No, no, here we go. The, the correct answer to that, Mike, is me. Oh, oh man. So, um, no, I've got to say, you know, Mike, I love you to death. We've been best bros for, you know, over two decades. But I, I hands down, I believe that Tex um, kind of kills you in that department, bro. Sorry. No, absolutely. It, it, I was only only joking. Uh, you know, she's 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 like a published uh, model in a magazine. Uh, yeah. To me, that's incredible. I, it, it, it is. It, and, and, you know, I say it respectfully, but she's better looking than you, bro. Yeah. It was very surreal when it happened. Yeah. Um, and it's still weird to hear that. But yeah, I've been published twice on the cover model. Um, so, yeah, hoping to have some more covers this year. We'll see. So Yay. when you when when they let you know this is going to happen, um, do you like, you know, do a little dance? I do. I get really excited and kind of freak out yeah. a little bit. We, all right, I got more questions, but we need to introduce some beers first. Right? <laughs> yeah, but before we do that, Mike, yeah. um, before before we do that, we, I think we should do some social media shout outs, bro. Yeah, okay, yeah. Are, are you ready for that? There's, so there, have you got one? Yeah, there's one that I, I'd like to... Uh, so on Instagram, uh, neighborhood underscore beer. Um, this, this lady likes a lot of our posts and engages a lot with our uh, Instagram feed. Uh, just a big thank you. Um, we appreciate it, and uh, yeah, um, she she has some pretty good beers. So anyway, you're next. Excellent. Yeah, I've got one uh, at the pint size traveler. Oh yeah. So with a couple of underscores in there, you know, I've I've noticed her following our stuff for a while, which for me is a big deal um, because she's got like thirty thousand plus followers, and she knows who we are, and she regularly likes our posts. So uh, that makes that makes me feel special, like we're doing the right thing with what we're doing. Um, to get an influencer like that, liking our stuff, you know, so you know, like, yeah, you know, when she started following us, right? Um, when she realized that I have no idea when you did your shower beer, <laughs> seriously, yeah, I, I, I didn't notice that was uh, wow, okay, that, that's absolutely so. factual. Wow, the shower beer, we're bringing that up again. Good grief, we need some new content, Mike. Tex, uh, uh do you have anybody that you'd like to give a shout out to for uh, social media engagement? 
Yeah, I'd like to shout out my friend Craft Beer Guy 88. He's another DFW area beer drinker. All right. What, cool. what, do you, what kind of beers he likes to drink? Um, he drinks a lot of stouts and he'll do IPAs, which I don't do, but you know, I'll let it pass. You know, but. those IPA <laughs> drinkers, what are you going to do with them? I don't know. Oh, they're a bunch of bums. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's know, my go to beer. So go ahead and make fun of me. Hey, that's okay. No, I'm just not a fan of them. But I know a lot that's of people right, enjoy them. There's plenty of other beer styles for you. There is. So. I'm not so. Out, so one sure. thing that we no, you're not. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> um, Ray. So the one thing that we've we've started doing for this season is we're giving away stickers uh, for every episode, and um, Tex here has her very own stickers to go with her uh, social media accounts, and she's offered to give a few of these away. Um, I want you to tell us how. I want you to tell everybody how they can score one of these uh, super cute stickers. Yeah. So I think for this one, Mike, we need to have people video themselves doing a jig and send it to our Instagram. No, I'm kidding. Um, We don't want to see anybody get hurt trying to do that. No, just send us a message on Instagram at craft beer bucket list, all one word. Uh, And you have to message us within one week of the air date of this podcast, which will be March the 16th, 2021. Uh, so drop us a DM, tell us you want a sticker, and we will send it to you. So, and uh, hopefully uh, we have enough to get to everybody. And if we don't, we'll, uh, worst case scenario, we'll send you one of our stickers. But we'll, we'll keep giving them out so long as we have them to give out. <laughs> like, yeah, that's I just don't want anyone to leave scenario. empty-handed. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like, sorry, we're not <laughs> of the special stickers, but we'll give you some of ours. Woo. We give the super cute Tex Loves Beer stickers or whatever we got left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either either way, we want to give our listeners something, right? Awesome sauce. I I I think I think we're gonna have at least one listener on this podcast, so I think we're gonna be all right. Yeah, good. I I think so. So, (laughs) give or take, you know, plus or minus one, I guess. Yeah, but we've given out a lot of stickers, Mike. So I, I think these will fly off of uh, off the shelf. Yeah. Pretty sure they will. So, I, I, dude, um, hurry up and introduce a beer. I'm I'm really yeah. wanting to drink a beer for St. Patrick's Day in honor of. I I do. So you know, do you know what we have, Mike? Don't be surprised. Uh, we, we have, have a very a solid. Oh, oh yeah. Go ahead. We have a solid, solid lineup, bro. Yeah, yeah. We and uh, this is right up your alley here. So tonight we're going to start with a Guinness Extra Stout, followed by a Milk Stout from Iron Monk. And to end the night, we're going to enjoy a Nitro Imperial Stout, the Galactic Cowboy, from Left Hand Brewing out of Longmont, Colorado. Man. Uh, So, wow. Tex, what do you think about this lineup? I'm pretty excited. There's some solid stouts on this lineup. It's going to be a good one. And of course, I'm a big fan so, of the fact that yeah. it's all stouts. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Um, so, so who went, who's goes first on opening the can? I think we should let Tex go first. I, I believe so, yeah. Okay, here we go. Dude. 
That was solid. That was solid. (laughs) Better than mine most of the time. I might have some experience opening beer cans. Ray opens it like he's just started yesterday. It's your turn, Ray. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Ready? (laughs) Oh, my God. I just bent a little. Jeez. It's like bent a pull top tab. It's like on cue, you had the worst opening of a beer ever. (laughs) Oh, God. Here, we'll finish it. This is so lame. So lame. Oh, man. Anyway, I got into it. It just sounded like garbage. All right. You ready? I'm. (laughs) Okay. I got to quit laughing at you. All right. Here you go. You ready? I hate you so hard. Was that pretty good? <laughs> it, it was. It, it was. Oh, man. So, Tex, for, Tex gets first place, Mike gets second, and Ray gets last. <laughs> Poor Ray. And I just, I just, I sent you both a picture. I, I legit bent the little pull tab <laughs> thing on my beer can. You were just <laughs> too excited to open it. It's like, oh. Uh, yes. So is is what it is. But hey, at least I got into it and I can enjoy my burr. That's the important thing. Oh man, I needed this. Whoa. Wowdy wowzer wowzer. So uh um, wow. the St. James Gate Brewery is actually the Guinness Brewery. It's not called Guinness Brewery, right? It's located in Dublin. This, this is actually, uh, you know, this is not the one you get on draft. Um, no, most of the time, right. This is going to be a little bit different. Uh, so far, I think I like it a little bit better. Yes. If I'm going to get a Guinness, this is the one I actually go for. Mm. It's got a little more body. Yeah. Than the other one. Yeah. Than regular Guinness. I think this. So I know this is the St. Patrick's Day special for us. Um. So I think that, you know the, the regular old Guinness. It's it's okay. Right. It's just okay. <laughs> yes. Ray, you okay over there? Agreed. I, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm enjoying this. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of you know the original Guinness Stout, and I'm with you. I don't think it's that great of a beer. And there's going to be a lot of people that are throwing stuff right now and crashing their car listening to us going down the road because they're like WTF, Biggs Ray Ray. Um, but it's not my favorite beer. This though has. Um, I like this a lot. I, I had a word in my brain and I just lost it. Uh, but no, this is like, dang, dude. So mad respect for uh, for Guinness here. This is the first time try for me, by the way. I've not had this beer before, and I, I feel like I've missed, I've missed out. Yeah. You. Know, what's funny is, um, it's it's not creamy like the traditional Guinness, um, but I like it more. It's, um, you know, it's, mm, it. You know, it is it is smoother than I thought it would be, mm-hmm. but it's because it's you know it's sitting there, it's not creamy or anything like the regular Guinness, right? But I, I think it's all right. I, I really like it. 
It's definitely different it's than the original Guinness, but it holds its own. Yeah. I I like like it's got like a like a slightly like I'm tasting, you know, like when when you're at the grill and you're scraping off the char off the grate and you just get mm-hmm. that smell. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit of that in my flavor, my on my tongue. So like it, uh, you know, yeah. just a little bit. I don't know, like, uh, yeah. Just a hint of it so it's not overwhelming. Yeah. This, I mean, this this has got, you know, the roastiness, the, it's got a little bit of coffee-ness to it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's actually, I don't know, like it's overall, I, I think I'll like this one. This may be one of their beers I like the most. I've got one of their gingerbread stouts that they came out with recently from the Baltimore brewery. Uh, do y'all know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't heard that. Um, I'm not familiar. So their, 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 their brewery in Baltimore pushed out a couple of, uh, you know, short runs and got, there's a gingerbread stout beer. It's in a bottle. Uh, and I snagged one of them. Uh, I, it's sitting in my beer fridge. It's got a, me and it has a date pretty soon, I'm guessing. But, um, you know, overall, you know, I picked it up because I was like, why not? But now I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm like, this is kind of bringing me back. I like it. I like it a lot. Ray, you've been kind of quiet. What do you got? Or, or text, what you got? So I'm making that you guys talk it out a little bit, but now I'm a super huge fan of the mouthfeel of this beer. I'm enjoying how smooth it is. Uh, it's got a nice silky mouthfeel about it. You know, on the can, it says bold and bittersweet. And uh, it is bold. I like the flavor, but it's got a nice sweetness about it uh, to really complement those roasted flavors you talked about, some of those coffee notes. And it really balances out very well. I'm I'm enjoying that. Yeah, the, the maltiness, I guess, is what's kind of doing that some of that, that bittersweetness for me. Um, and, and I like it. It's not overpowering. There's another beer that it's kind of funny because, uh, we're going to have an iron monk beer later, but they have a beer called the deer antler velvet, which is uh, an amber. And it's got a really distinct maltiness flavor to it. And I kind of, this kind of reminds me of that a little bit with, with, with some of the malt. That one sounds good too. I like that the balance between this. Like it's the sweetness, but it's not overwhelming, but it's got a little hint of the bitter without once again being overwhelming. I really like a well-balanced flavor and this is one that does that. Nothing so Man, strong and overwhelming. Trying to... When's the last time y'all went to a St. Patrick's Day event i have never been um whoa so yeah like i've gone (laughs) out on saint patrick's day quite a bit in my life but not to an event it's just like going to a a bar or pub to hang out with the guys and acting a fool Um, but that's even that's been a long time um i think i just realized how lame i am in my 40s mike well, I was going to say, like, I remember going to the St. Patrick's Day stuff in downtown Tulsa. 
uh, with a couple of friends, uh, uh, Caleb and Denise and Lindsay and all that. And, uh, right. You know, I take it back. I, I did go to a thing in, uh, in downtown Tulsa probably two years ago in uh, like a little Irish festival, if you will. Yeah. And they had uh, the people out doing the, the, the jigs and whatnot. Yeah. And they had like a little strongman area, a little competition for guys to pick stuff up and, and be tough, you know, like the little face painting for the kiddos and whatnot. So I was thinking more like evening activities, but no, I forget. Yeah, I took the family out for that a couple years ago. Oh, they got to have like a parade and all that, right? Uh, I believe they had one, but I didn't get there in time for that. Oh, well, yeah, my, my, I'm consistent in how lame I am. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's so I thought I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. What a bunch of downers. <laughs> uh, do y'all at least wear green? I do wear green. Yes. Yeah. Y'all catching me between drinks. I really like this beer. This beer is is just as, as far as like body and mouth. The, the body is medium for me. The mouth feels just right. It's not overpowering with anything. Um, this is a beer I could drink several of, to be honest. No, yeah, this is definitely crushable. You know, this is in a really big can, right? I feel like you know, this is just a pint can. It's just a little bit taller, but it's skinnier. I had, I just looked at it. I'm like, no, a full pint to this. And, uh, but still, I drink a couple of them and just like, why not? I just need a driver. Yeah. It's definitely easy to drink. And those are the ones that it is. And I think that <laughs> you can just keep drinking. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, for a stout, I mean, it says extra stout, but it's only, you know, 5.6% ABV. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of light. Yeah. But you, know, you get two or three of these in and it's going to like, ah, you know. Um, time for an Uber. I think this would be a good, <laughs> good beer to start off St. Patrick's day. Like if, if you're, if you're getting to like some, some festivities, let's just say you're in an urban area and you're going to the downtown festival, right. And everything's kind of, you know, really about dark is when things get kicked off. The music kicks up a little bit. Everybody's drinking a few more beers, but you know, you want to get there a little early to get a good parking space. Cause you're, you know, you're not a young anymore. Um, so you get there early, you hang out. This is the beer you get. Right. Yes. Get the party started. With oh, this absolutely. And still be able to enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Man, oh man. I like. I man, I, I sure miss. I like St. Patrick's Day, Oktoberfest, those kind of things where you're just hanging out, listening to some traditional music, uh, cultural stuff, and uh, having a beer. Some, you know, good times. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, man. Yeah, I could. Yes. I know we're not doing food pairings, but man, this really just makes me want to sit down with some bangers and mash and uh, just go to work. Yeah. Have a couple of these and just and have a good time. Uh, but no, this is, is killer, dude. I enjoy this way more than the original Guinness. Um, but Mike, I have a one question quiz for you. Or text, either one. So in mind, with, with the original Guinness that, that we all you know, are very familiar with. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called a perfect pour. Mm-hmm. How many seconds does it take to acquire said perfect pour? Uh, how many seconds? Yes. Uh, 
I'm gonna. I don't know. Uh, like two minutes. Uh, you're you're close. Okay. You're so close, actually. Three minutes. Um, no, the the right answer oh. is 119 seconds, just shy of a full two minutes. Oh. Okay. Cool. That's very precise. If you don't believe me, Google it. Like, yeah, I mean, I've I've watched a few things on this, and uh, you know, the people tell you now if it if you take less than that, you're not doing it right, and if it goes longer, you're not doing it right. Perfect pour for a pint, 119 seconds. It's like you know, all right, I will try. I will trust the experts, huh? So, and now that's a thing you know. I like so, it. Random beard watch. Oh. No. <laughs> so since we're on the Guinness uh, kick here, uh, I'm sure that you may have had a beer called the half and half or the black and tan, right? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So it is, it is now you, it's now out of vogue. It's no longer okay to call it a black and tan. And I had to, I had to look that up. I was like, why is it not okay to call it a black and tan? Well, it turns out it's got some uh, pretty bad stuff behind it. Uh, you know, so we don't call it a black and tan. We call it a half and half. And uh, I can tell you how to pour the perfect half and half. Are you ready? Stu- I am ready. Yes. Do y'all know the secret here? What's the secret? No, tell me. Okay, so you know this. This is this. I'm letting you and every listener on Earth and uh, you know in on this secret. So you pour the light beer first, right? So you got to get us sitting there. You pour the light beer first. It's gonna you're gonna pour about half of it into the pint glass. You're gonna want to get a good head, uh, so a one inch head or you know thereabouts or whatnot. Then you want to take a spoon, turn it upside down, so that the it's uh, con is it concave up or whatever, so it's bent up upside down. And you want to crack the Guinness, and you want to slowly pour it over the spoon and let it softly drizzle into the head of the previous beer. And you want to do it; it's, it's got to be a slow pour, and then it'll it'll keep it'll stay separated. Wow! Yeah, there you go. I knew that would, that would be convex, I think. Maybe, right? yeah. I mean, I don't know. High school is a long time. Because concave ago. goes in yeah, and know, convex right? is out. Yeah. Perception is reality. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hmm. So, okay, so, anyway, now, so now. But no, I like that. As, as people are listening to this and they're going out to their festivities, or, or they're not, they're not going to festivities because of pandemic times. But in the future, they might. Now they can say, I know how to make a. Half and half. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I think we need to rate this beer. I believe so. Tex, why don't you uh, do us the honors here? What do you think? Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of a 10. All right. Solid score. Solid. Yeah, it's a solid beer. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, I would follow. Oh my gosh! Here we go. ASMR Mike again. Um, now I would give this an eight point five out of ten. I, I really enjoyed how smooth it is. It's totally crushable. Uh, I would love to rate the smell, but I cannot. But the flavor is fantastic. I, I like the mouth feel, and uh, I, I tell you, I really like the can on this. I like the pint can being a little more narrow and just tall. So it was so well done. Um, everybody from the St. James Gate Brewery. Uh, I, I enjoy this. So 8.5 from, from Biggest Ray Ray. Man, I, um, 
I'm going to give it an eight. I think it's a solid beer. Um, I think it's a solid score. To me, it's solid. Nothing too crazily special about it. So it's got an eight. Um, but more importantly, now we got to talk about what song you would pair. You know, this is a new thing we're doing for season three is pairing each beer with a song. And uh, Ray, I think you should go first. I should go first. And so, you know, my, my first instinct, you know, when we're doing this special, I'm thinking, man, I'm going to pick like three Dropkick Murphy songs because they're badass. But this beer, I'm going to go with the song Zombie by the Cranberries. So keeping it, you know, Irish here. Um, but I think uh, just the the feel of that song goes with this beer. Um, it, of course, it's a sad song for what it is, but it's just like you can't help but headbang a bit when you listen to that. And uh, for me, this is kind of a headbanging beer. Really? Okay. Huh. Yeah, man. Tex, do you want to go next? Um, I would pick Seven Nights in Erie by Reckless Kelly. It talks about a getting a Guinness stout and going to Ireland. So that's what it makes me think of with this one. What's it called? Seven what? Seven Nights in Erie. Okay. All right. It's by Reckless Kelly. Hmm. It's a yeah, Texas country. It's, uh, some red dirt country, Ray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Texas country, red dirt country. What ifs? <laughs> that country right. stuff. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, so I, I feel like this beer is a very chill beer to me. And uh-huh. I think it's also what I would consider, um, when I, when I drink this, I think of traditional type stuff. So I'm going to go with the, the band Celtic woman, uh, with Danny boy. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. Very nice. Hey, have y'all heard of Celtic woman, right? Yes. It's, 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 they are fantastic. Man, you want to talk about mesmerizing stuff, like just stop a man in his tracks and just listen, bro. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. I, so anyway, that's, you know, and I don't know, after y'all picked your songs, I was like, man, should I stay with it? Should I stay? I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Six of my guns. So yeah. So, uh, Ray picked a zombie by the cranberries text, put picked seven nights in Erie by reckless Kelly. And I uh, followed up with Danny Boy by Celtic Woman. Oh my gosh, that's that's so three very different songs. Hey, three different people, it all works out. Right. Hey, it's all, all good. Tastes. Yeah, man. And I, I've got an announcement to make. Okay. Dun da dun dun. Dun da dun dun. Dun da dun dun. Mac is done. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so you know what that means. I, I think at this point we are going to take a break and uh, help our sponsors out, and we will be right back, y'all. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC, based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, Find Dronicle on Facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. All right. Welcome back from the break. This is Mike. 
We've got Big Ray and our special guest, Tex Loves Beer. And this is my next beer. What's up? Oh, wow. What is up? So I think Ray should go second on the beer cracking this time. Let's see if it can be any better. Uh, I'm so apprehensive right now. It's so sad. Uh, No pressure. That's much improved. Yay. And then uh, we're going to save the best for last. Tex. Let's hope I don't disappoint. I, not at all. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to give Tex. I'm going to give her first place. Ray gets second. I'll take third. That's fair. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're such a nice guy. Yeah. Wow. She is kicking her buns. Special treatment. Thanks. Uh, well, guys. you've just uh, you've honestly had first place. <laughs> that was killer. Yeah, that was pretty. Wow. wow. That that hit like a bass drop in a dubstep track. Wow. Like that was brutal. You know, you know who'd really appreciate this? Uh, how, how that quality of that sound, you know, who'd really appreciate that? Eddie rabbit. Who? (laughs) (laughs) So for, so for context here, um, text. So, I mean, this, this is going to air after the, the (laughs) podcast, that Mike is referencing, but it was uh is about a hundred minutes long, <laughs> and I think thirty six of those minutes were all about Eddie Rabbit for God knows why. <laughs> but he became we just stopped talking about beer and got on an Eddie Rabbit kick, and we just didn't get off of it. <laughs> well, that's a different kick to get on. <laughs> that's awesome. So so shout out to Parks oh, and Pints. We love you guys. Um, so <laughs> they, they brought it up and, and, it, and we just stayed there and rolled with it. It was fantastic flow of uh, the conversation there. And now we just randomly drop any rabbit because why not? It's, it's fantastic. And, and Tex, you don't have to tell us right away, but before the episode is over, we're going to have to know what Eddie rabbit song is your favorite. Oh, I'm going to have to think on that one. Yeah, and also probably yeah. Google it because nobody knows who Eddie I'm like, I know his <laughs> name, but now point. if I ask me like exactly what songs he sings, not off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good uh, one. oh my! <laughs> let, let, let me tell me about this beer. Yeah, let me, t- me. let's talk about Help. this beer. So we're, we're, we're drinking <laughs> the beer we just opened is the Milk Stout from Iron Monk Brewing Company, and Iron Monk is in Stillwater, Oklahoma, um, and I think the name is pretty cool. Uh, you know, when I, they opened shortly after I left Stillwater, Oklahoma, and I'm super jealous. I wasn't there to enjoy these beers and uh, see this open, but they make some good stuff. Um, so this, this is the beer that they say started all it's their spin on a classic, uh, milk salt, milk stout style, right? It's toasty, roasty, sweet, chocolatey. Uh, it's got a burst of espresso on the nose and it's a little bit lighter than, uh, you expect. Um, it sits at out 6% ABV. Um, you can get it year round. Um, you know, just, just to make it plain and simple, it's pretty dang good. So there you go. Iron Monk milk stout. Uh, and you know, I, I love this can art. I, and we'll have to come back to that. I love it. I, this is maybe one of my favorite cans in, in a long time. So I'm gonna take a drink. You guys converse. 
Yeah. So have you have you tried this yet, Tex? I just had a sip of it. I like it. It's got a lighter mouthfeel. Like a, it's an easier, lighter stout, like I said, for those that aren't wanting something as heavy hitting. But it's got good flavor still. No, absolutely. Uh, so this is, you know, one of my go-to local beers. Okay. Um, Stillwater is just about an hour outside of the Tulsa Metro. And uh, these are, I like the, they're, they're distributed all over Oklahoma. Um, this is a, available year-round. So it's a beer they crank out uh, constantly. You can find it in grocery stores, liquor stores, just wherever. It's easy to find this beer in Oklahoma. Um, I love that. And uh, because of just what you said, this is such a diverse beer for a stout. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, this is a year round offering and I could, I'm not a super huge fan of stouts in summertime because I'm always hot and sweaty and I don't want stouts when I'm hot and sweaty, but I would totally drink one of these in July when it's 110 degrees outside. So I, I like having that diversity in a stout that Iron Monk offers with their milk stout. Well, and when you want a stout and you don't want to have something so heavy, this is perfect like you said, like in the middle of the summer, even if you're just wanting to finish off the evening with a stout, but not have something super strong setting on you. This is a great one. Oh, yeah, I I agree. Don't like stouts. (laughs) Oh, right. Those people. people. No, it's okay. Stouts aren't for everybody. It's like, I get it. Um, Everyone's got their taste bros and they need to, to be tickled with whatever flavor they like um but for all of us cultured and refined individuals we enjoy that <laughs> well i say that because my uh, really good friend no hates stouts and so i give her crap all the time so. oh gotcha no it's like that it was a total passive aggressive thing i said and it was totally <laughs> in jest um but i can't help it that i'm just better than some people it's uh Oh, God, I did it again. I need to stop. <laughs> totally kidding, everybody. Don't cancel me. Okay, don't cancel me. I'm kidding. Okay, calm down. Um, goodness. So, Mike, tell us about the beer. What, what do you think about this? Bail me out, please. <laughs> well, I'll say uh, I'm also a fan of stouts. Um, I, I, I used to make a comment that I like my beers like I like my women, a little bit of stout, you know. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, they got to be able, you know, they got to be able to pick up a square bell of hay at least, um, you know. Uh, so on this beer, yeah, on this beer, uh, I'm getting a little bit of uh, of like a little bit of cinnamon, uh, like a cinnamon toast kind of ishness to it. Um, you know, it's definitely got that malty and uh, a little bit of coffeeness to it. Uh, but the malt, the malt comes on pretty strong for me, and. Uh, but I'm getting a little bit of cinnamon in, in there and you know, it's not what I expected. Um, but, but I like it. I, I think, um, I typically like my milk stouts to be a little bit heavier body. Um, like Tex was saying, you know, this is, you know, it's got a easy body it's very drinkable. Um, so I, you know, that's just how I prefer it usually. Um, to mm-hmm. me, this is not as creamy as I would, think a milk stat would be like it, it's, i'm not saying it's bad it's just that with you know with the milk stat usually you got you know the lactose kicks up like the creaminess to it a little bit um but this one's uh and i don't know about y'all but mine's a little bit uh more on the carbonated side uh so maybe that's some you know kind of messing with it a little not messing with it maybe that's affecting it a little bit um but but overall i think it's a solid beer 
that's one of my go-to beers from them as well. So, yeah, that's, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> right? No, I totally get that. And, uh, just to, to contrast a little bit, you know, we, uh, reviewed the chocolate habanero stout from them uh, not long ago. And, uh, I, you know, it's a good beer, but you know, it, I, I talked about it being a little, uh, like when you put like powdered chocolate in something, when you like try to make a Swiss miss hot Coke or whatever, and you get like those little clumps of, of powder in it, it's just kind of like, you know, sticky in your mouth, or whatever. Um, this is the polar opposite of that. It is completely smooth. That has a fantastic creamy mouthfeel. Uh, and I agree with you. This, uh, maybe not as carbonated mine as yours. Um, I think it's light carbonation overall. Um, it's not quite as smooth as I'd like, but it's still pretty creamy. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's super enjoyable. Yeah. And I just ranted there for a minute. Sorry. I text, you know, you got anything else to, to say about this? We just kind of took over for a minute. No, y'all are good. It's got a good chocolate flavor to it, but it does kind of lack a creaminess that you would instantly think with the milk stout, like Mike said, but it's not bad overall. I like the flavor. I haven't gotten the cinnamon quite like Mike is, so I'm, I'm looking for that one still while I drink over here, but it's a good, it's a solid flavor. I see why y'all like it. So I, I like, can I ask a question that's off topic? Yeah. So Tex, have you ever, so since you're, uh, doing this cover model and I don't, I don't know anything about this, this world, this cover models, I'm not good looking enough to even be considered to be on a photograph <laughs> at this point. Um, so, but have you ever, have you ever done anything beer related with some of your modeling? Um, I actually did a model, like, um, not a cover model, not for the magazine, but I went up to False Idol Brewing in North Richland Hills and took some photos for a beer release they had. They released an IPA, um, and they asked me mm-hmm. to come up and kind of model the beer for some release pictures. So that was really fun. So what does but that I'm entail? Hope- Do you, like, drink it sensually or what? <laughs> Well, I stood there with it on my arm in my cute little dress. Um, and no, I did actually drink some of it, but uh, we ended up not sharing those. But yeah, it was a fun experience. Um, got to go to a brewery I had been to before. And I found an IPA I will drink. So that was a bonus, since y'all know how hmm. I feel about those. But it was just a really yeah. fun time and something different. Uh, I hope to do a shoot you, with Do you have a lot of breweries and- reaching out to you? Um, I have a couple, not a lot, but I'm, I've got a few yeah. that I work with like that. And then, you know, I made jelly a while back and I've done that for a couple breweries just for the, like the head brewers, nothing commercial, just for fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Like so I, I've got to take a, I've got to take a tangent, Mike, on your tangent. Sure. Now. I'm sorry. Tangents all around. So, so Tex mentioned NRH or uh, North Richland Hills. And uh, mm-hmm. one of my favorite restaurants in all of Texas is in NRH. And I'm curious if you have been to the, the Chef Point restaurant. I have not. Sounds like somewhere I'm going to have to check out. It's actually called the Chef Point Cafe. Oh, my gosh. So don't hate me for saying this. It's on the menu, okay? But it's called Better Than Sex Chicken. And it damn near is. <laughs> It's, it's one of those when you eat it, you sit back in your chair and you're like, whoa, oh, and uh, like, yeah. And the thing is, it this restaurant is in a gas station. 
like no joke, like a lot of the Rudy's that you see all over the place in Texas, like you have the barbecue where you get your gas and, and your lighter fluid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but this, no, just like, it's one of those things like, I can't believe a restaurant of this quality is in a gas station, but it is. And there's a great backstory behind that. I won't get into that, but free plug to Chef Point Cafe, North Richland Hills, Texas. And uh, Tex, if you haven't been there, I highly, highly recommend it. Sounds it's, like I'm going to have fantastic. to visit there. Yeah. I'm going to do a photo shoot. So anyway, on please carry Friday, on. <laughs> so I may have to go after that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, good food um, right. I mean, got to go get some good food after you work hard. I'm already Absolutely. planning on a brewery That's, trip. I, you know, so. <laughs> what a. So, do, do you have like an agent? Is that how this works? I, I, I'm just so intrigued by this whole process. I know nothing about it. So, I work with a photographer um, out of the Fort Worth area. And I just started shooting with her when my youngest was like a year old, just for me, for fun. And she does pin up photography. Yeah. And so, I've just done that. And a couple years ago, I did a shoot. And she's like, hey, do you want to submit this? And I was like, sure. So, we submitted it got published and it was just like in the magazine not the cover and I was like cool that's exciting so I did another one got published and then my third time that we submitted one I got the cover and it was just like oh my gosh <laughs> and so gone from bam, there bam. yeah it was really exciting so now I'm hooked do you and it's um, a and so, so when you first when I first uh, saw this uh, when you shared it mm-hmm. um it reminded me of Suicide Girls. Uh, is that something mm-hmm. you follow at all? Yeah, I know of them. Um, I think they're awesome. And there is definitely some women that kind of fit that that are also um, published by the same magazine. And that's awesome. The great thing about it is there's so many different body types. Like it's not just, yeah. you know, stick thin. It encourages everybody. So that's exactly where, thank you. You like, you gave me the softball. Um, I was going to say that the thing I like about that, you know, and, and I haven't looked at the, their Instagram or whatnot for, I guess a while, but the thing I liked about it is that, you know, these, these are obviously good looking women, but they're like real looking women. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and I appreciate that. Uh, cause that's, that's my, that's, that's my go-to. Real women are my go-to. That doesn't, whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what I love about, like, and that's why I choose to submit to this magazine is because they celebrate women of all shapes, sizes, and all sorts of diversity. They don't have a certain person and style that they go for. So it just celebrates. I'm all also types. a fan of uh, diversity. Um, Ray, Absolutely. Ray knows right. this about me. <laughs> yeah, man. No, yeah. I, I do know that. If if my grandma's listening to this, uh, ignore all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, grandma. Yeah, I don't know Sorry. if she'd be disappointed or proud, to be honest. But you know, <laughs> I think a healthy combination of both. Knowing uh, knowing your grandma, Mike. Yeah, she's a, she's a pretty cool grandma. I'm gonna, I'm you know I'm gonna give yeah. a shout out to my grandma real quick. Uh, I've got a pretty cool grandma. I, w- I would agree. Yeah, I would. So, all right. So, I think we should we should break the spear awesome. and get us a song pairing. Um, yes. So, Ray, I I think you should uh, go again go first on our rating. 
Sure, I, I will do that. So again, I'm a huge fan of this beer. I've already talked about it. It's one of my go-tos. I love the flavor. And uh, something I'd want to touch on quickly here, Mike, um, is some of the spiciness that comes out. It's another one of those beers. If you just put it in your mouth and leave it sit for a minute, just let it sit on your tongue. You're, you're, it's, you're going to get some extra flavors. And I get some of that spiciness. I didn't pick out cinnamon specifically, but I kind of got some of those winter spices, like a healthy combination, but I, I couldn't pick anything out individually. And I like that. Now, um, this is super smooth, great mouthfeel. Um, for me, I, I kind of want to use this as a breakfast beer because huh. uh, I, I enjoy that. Um, and so for me, I'm going to give this one a 9 out of 10. I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, you know, 6% ABV, light on the IBUs. It's, uh, I think it comes around 25, 26. Um, of course, that's subjective. We talk about that a lot. Um, but it's light enough. I could totally have this with, with just about any breakfast food there is. And uh, just get my, and I do this on the weekends. I don't do it when I have to go to work or drive somewhere. <laughs> um, hey, just full disclosure, I tell people not to drink and drive. So I better practice what I preach. And I do that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so solid breakfast beer for me, nine out of 10. And uh, I'm sticking to my guns on that. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, man. Tex, what do you think? What are you thinking over there? I think I'm going to go with an eight and a half. It's good, solid beer. Um, it's just a little light on the mouthfeel for me, but the flavor's good. I like the flavor profile. I like how you have a, a variety of flavors that you get as you enjoy it. Um, the can art is awesome. It's super fun. So, yeah. It's a good, so, it's something, easy yeah, drink. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think eight point five is a solid rating. I so can can before I rate it, and I'm not going to change my rating. I've already got it written down here. But the can art is so simple, to the point. It's black and white. It's got a cow on there. It says milk stout. I mean, it's this this is really good. This is well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give the beer an eight. I know that's lower than each of you. I, I'm going to give it an eight because I think it's a good stout. I think it's a pretty pretty good drinking beer. Um, to me, uh, there's nothing incredibly special about it. So I think an eight represents a really good quality beer with nothing grandiose. And I think that's fine. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, so Ray gave it a nine Tex gave it an 8.5. I've gave it an eight. So I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, now we got to pick a song that goes with this beer. Ray, what are you thinking? So I'm thinking a couple of things here, Mike. And uh, before I get into my uh, my song pairing, I have yet another one-question quiz for both of you. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the can art, there is a cow on this, right? There is. Um, and a lot of the – and we know it's a Holstein, right? We know it's a Holstein. It's black and white. But talking about Holstein cattle – that's not their whole name. What is the whole name of a Holstein cow? Tex, you want to try first? Holstein oh, a- snap. She nailed it, bro. Oh. Nailed it. I had no idea. I raised cattle. I was going to say Holstein burger in my mouth. Oh, man. Good job. Yeah, I like that. So that takes me back to my uh, high school days when I was in FFA, and we had to know like 55 or 60 breeds of cows, whatever it is. 
And that's did always one that stuck in my head. So when I saw that and I'm like, ah, uh, so I didn't, um, I did land judging when I was in FFA. That was one of those nerds. Um, I did poultry judging. So but it's okay. I, yeah. <laughs> poultry. Okay. Hey, fair enough. It's all pretty good. <laughs> so uh, no, no judgment here from, from me. That's pretty interesting. So anyway, my song pairing, um, because I, I chose this, you know, for me is I, I prefer this style for like a breakfast beer. Uh, my song is Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something, a band out of North Texas. I believe those guys were from Denton, super popular oh, in yeah. the 90s. And this song just really just, uh, I don't know, this, this beer reminds me of that song. Sounds good. Uh, Tex, do you want to go next or you want me to go? You go ahead, Mike. Uh, mine's easy. Uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma beer. I got to choose Jason Boland. If I ever get back to Oklahoma, hands down. Easy, Great song. Yeah, easy pick. Easy pick for me. <laughs> so, Tex? I want to go with Love Brews from the Kildares. Nice. They're really yeah. cool Celtic rock band. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to check that out. I don't, I don't know that one. They're a solid band. They're, um, they were out of the Dallas area. The Killdeers. All right. It's time. Right? It is time. It's time. Yes. What time is it? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> it's time. It's time for the the next beer, Mike. I don't know how else to say this, bro. It's time for the next beer, bro. I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> one you're like a dream come true two no, i'm just kidding just oh, want to be with you three baby can't you see you're the only you're one. the only one for me and four repeat four. steps one through three all right we gotta stop <laughs> five say okay i'll stop wow thanks for leaving me out to dry there bro hey you know what i do what i can <laughs> oh man wow so hey you know, it's wow. all good so let's talk about our next beer mike what is this the uh <laughs> yes let's move on the galactic uh, cowboy nitro imperial yeah, yeah baby Stout. oh man i love the nitros love them all right so um i think ray i think you got to go first on this can i will dude i'm, I'm going to and, uh, dude, one thing I love about left-hand brewing, they put that little palm on their little pull tabs here. Hopefully that will help me um, get some direction on how to open this correctly. Gosh, here we go. All right. I'm hoping we can beat that, but that was solid. <laughs> oh, my. All right, so... Um, because, um, I don't know, because I want to, I'm going to go next and let text, you know, save the best for last. Does that sound okay? Works for me. All right. Um, all right, here we go. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> I did. I don't think I'm going to Yes. Gonna that. Wow. That was intense. Wow. 
All right, Tex, beat that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, wow. That nitro is coming out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't hear that at all on mine. Did you guys hear it on your end? No. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course. Ray, you've had you've had a rough day. I'm gonna give you uh, honorary mention. <laughs> That's worse than a participation trophy. <laughs> How's it <that> worse? <laughs> I'm, on, I'm honoring you. <laughs> Honor wow. honorary mention. Thanks. You know, participation is you showed up. Honorary mention me means you gave it some you gave it some effort. Uh, true. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So Fair enough. I, I think, uh, I think, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to judge that last one. What would you say, Ray? Who got first place? I'm going to give that one to Tex, bro. God bless you. Um, beat us on all three, dude. <laughs> I thought I had that one. <laughs> well, I also get an honorary mention for uh, the judge category too. So that's <laughs> <laughs> Is what it is, right? That's right. So uh, the, the awards for tonight for best beer opening uh, for all three cans, it goes to Tex. Uh, well, thank you. The, the award for best, the best honorary mention goes to Ray. <laughs> Poor Ray. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So, I, but I didn't get, I mean, I, I mean, I got second place. I mean, nobody wants second place. Second place is the first loser, Mike. Yeah. That's a... Uh, you know, it works. So, uh, fun fact, um, I would take second place in anything I do. I would be happy to be <laughs> second place at something. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, like if somebody says, Hey, you're, you're the second best, whatever, I would gladly take it. Yeah. Right? I'm not gonna yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. You're the second best person at making tacos. Uh, I'm a win. That's a win. That's yeah. yeah. These are pretty epic tacos at yeah. that point. Right. Uh, I, I'd, I'd be proud to wear that. Yeah. Or if, you know, I'll be wear that badge. Yeah. yeah. Somebody said, Hey, I'm going to give you an honorary mention for making tacos. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to add that to my resume. <laughs> Once. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe that's, we should give out awards on this show and like, Hey, that's something you could add to your resume. <laughs> <laughs> I put that at the top of my resume. Thank you. Yeah. Honorary That's podcast right. associate. I don't know. We can make up some titles. Wow. I, yeah, I, I like that. You know, I would have totally take the PMP from behind my name and just put that in there. Oh, um, yeah, I, I would. I, I would. Carries that kind of weight. Honorary podcaster. Any- <laughs> yes. HP. For, that's right. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. How do, how do, so, do, do they do, guys, it's getting way off topic. Do they do awards for podcasting like they do for music and movies and stuff? Um, Or like they do with like uh, uh, news, like best visual yes. storytelling? <laughs> I, be, I, be, I believe so. Yeah. There's, oh my gosh, like the, what is it? The, oh man, uh, the Webbies or something like that. This, and it's for people that do stuff online, um, if you will. And I think there's a podcasting category. And it's not the webbies. That's that's not the right word at all. 
Um, it's it's something like that. And I probably could Google it and find it quickly. Um, but do you, you guys know what I'm talking about at all? Nope. I Yes, I've oh, okay. heard of it. Okay. All right. So Texas coming in. That, help that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Texas. I, I appreciate you bailing me out. I'm trying to um, link it up and see what it's called. So, but have. I really uh, hope it's called Webby's. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be. So, but Mike, ha- have you tried this yet? Yeah, have you tried I'm drinking beer? it. I, so this is this is the Galactic Cowboy. It's a nine um, percent uh, Imperial Stout. It's uh, ni- it's on nitro. Um, I was going to read what they have written on their um, on the on the cardboard four pack holder here. Blast off into the stratosphere and grab a fistful of stars. Sounds pretty cool. Smoother than Solo and darker than the dark side. Uh, I got some Star Wars references. Galactic Cowboys brewed for cosmic adventure. With notes of bittersweet chocolate and black coffee, this high-octane stout is a fuel need to wrangle the universe. I mean, so it's playing heavy in this Han Solo business. Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Tex, are you, a, are you a Star Wars fan? I'm a casual Star Wars fan. Like, I don't feel like okay, I know it that'll do. well enough to be like, totally, but I did catch those references. <sighs> Man. I I've know. met a few people that weren't Star Wars fans, and I don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I like Star Wars. I'm just not super knowledgeable about it. Yeah. I've read, I feel that. Like I've read the books. Yeah. Mike is deep. He's deep in the the Star Wars universe. What's the word? Do they call? It? Is it deep state? Is that the word they use? Um, I, I don't think so. That's like a government. No, thing, I'm right? saying, but that's what the they, they call it deep state for, like the people that are in the is you know. Yeah, I'm deep state with Star Wars. So Star Wars. Okay. No, <laughs> I am not. I I am in the the shallow state. Shallow state. Shallow state. Yes. Like, so, I like all the movies. I've seen them all. I like this stuff, but I'm with, I'm with Tex. I'm not like a super big fan. <laughs> I'm just incredibly entertained by it. And yeah. that's kind of where it ends with me. Like I, I get on Reddit and read about it. I, I nerd out on a it, different you know? fandom, but you know, Star Wars is okay. No, so what's your fandom then? You We, we got to know now. Well, I'm a Harry Potter nerd. So much so, I have a tattoo inspired by it. Um, oh, okay. That was actually my first tattoo. Wow. See, that, that's kind of cool. There's nothing wrong with looks. that. No. Oh, so I've seen I've seen the movies, and, and I like them. I enjoyed them. So I think the movies have their place, right? The books are a lot better just because there's more detailing um, and more character development that's lacked in the movies. So I... so. I got to ask you a question. This I'm, I'm going off in the Harry Potter world here. What do you think about them <laughs> recasting uh, Grindelwald? I don't agree with right? it. Isn't that Johnny Depp? But, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a Johnny Depp fan, and I, and I don't want to get into the whole of the business that he's him and what's her butt are in. But I like him a lot, and I think he was mm-hmm. really good. He did a so. fantastic job at that. So Fantastic Beast, I love the movies. The traditional Harry Potter one through seven, I don't, well, one through eight movie wise, I don't love those just because the books do such a great job. Um, With Fantastic Beasts, you don't really have books as much to reference. So you don't have those characters to draw from. 
But if you haven't ever read the books, but you like to listen to audiobooks, the Harry Potter audiobooks are amazing. The narrator is a British gentleman, and he does a wonderful job with it. You didn't. You didn't. You said that incorrectly. It's British. <laughs> oh my! There's no T in that. There's just British. I, I mean, I'm not wrong, right? Like there's just an apostrophe where the T's would go. Yeah, British, yeah, right? <laughs> British. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's my nerd out moment. I don't know. So. No, I, I, all right, and that's respectable. I mean, you know. Harry Potter's respectable nerddom. Nerddom? Nerd? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Fandom. So, Ray, what are you, you're, a, you're a big fan of, uh, uh, I don't know, charcuterie boards? <laughs> yes, I, I am. Um, Chattahoochee no, boards. <laughs> Chattahoochee boards. So I do, I do enjoy a good charcuterie board. Um, I've been known to dabble quite a lot in those. Um, if I had to pick a fandom I dive the deepest into, it would be in the Halo universe. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got three Master Chiefs at my desk in my office. Um, anytime I go someplace, there's an echo. I uh, break out into the Halo theme song. <laughs> and um, I, it's a it's a chant, if you will. And uh, I, I'm all about that. And uh, so that's kind of my thing. Yeah. Like I have a dog named Cortana which is, you know, character number two in the Halo series. Um, so it's uh, kind of a kind of a thing for me. So, um, awesome. Ray, how many tattoos do you have? I have two. All right. Uh, and what are they of? So on my left arm, I have a giant cross. Yeah. And it says forever part of me. Yes. And um, on my right arm, I have a... Uh, a Gibson Les Paul uh, guitar tattooed with a flame around it. And plus you, cause you play the guitar. Uh, I do. I play some rhythm guitar. Do you like how I say guitar instead of guitar? <laughs> yeah. I like how you, uh, it's cause I'm British. Use, uh, it sounded like a faux Texas accent versus a <laughs> British. Accent. I don't know. I just, I just making stuff up at this point. So, I just, I don't yeah, know. Like I, can... I like the way I like to say guitar instead of guitar. You know what right. I mean? Right. It's because you're a hick. Yeah. yeah. And, but I also like to no, say. I'm kidding. But no, I mean, whatever. Um, I also like to say mustache instead of mustache. Right. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds cool. It sounds a little bit more um, gentlemanly. Yeah. If you will, like Victorian almost. That's how people usually describe me. It's very gentlemanly. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. I'll, I'll play along. Man, I don't know. Man. I'm trying. You know, I'm doing my best to give some comedy over here, comic relief. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I honestly think all the stouts that we are partaking of have had a direct impact on uh, on everything that's going on right now. So, because I'm gonna get back to the beer. Let me get back to the beer. Back to the beer. Um, I I think this may be better on CO2 versus nitro. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I, so the flavor, I'm getting some of the flavors. So I'm getting some of the chocolatey, uh, ness to it. And, and I do like how it's got that, like the, the darker chocolate, uh, bitterness to it overall. Um, you know, it's got, I'm getting a little bit of the, the malty coffee type stuff out of it. So I feel like I'm getting the stuff that's supposed to get come out of it. Right. 
but I am not liking the drinkability of this beer. Um, I'm not liking the mouthfeel. Um, it's almost, it's almost too velvety, too creamy for me. Um, it, you know, and it's, it's for me, it's just, it's not working. Um, I like the flavors I'm getting and it's just the, the mouthfeel and the, and the body just, and the carbonations aren't working out for me. So love to hear what you, what y'all think. So, um, I, I, go ahead, go ahead, Tex, go ahead. It's not my favorite. Um, it's actually probably coming in dead last out of the books, beers we've drank tonight. It's just, it's lacking in something. I'm not sure that it translated well to the can with the nitro. Like you said. Your turn, Ray. Ray, what about you? So, wow. <laughs> I feel like um, I am the, the lone wolf here. Um, and I got to ask you this. Are you guys drinking it from the can or did you pour it into something? I'm drinking from the can. Same. Okay. And that may be where I'm getting a different take. I, you know, it's recommended to take this out of a tulip glass. Um, I didn't have one of those available, so I just poured it into a pint glass. And something I noticed up front was the thickness of the head on this and the fact that I've still got some sitting in my pint glass here and there's still a head. It's not near as big as it was. I had about two fingers when I poured it and there's still about a quarter of an inch head on this. It's maintained that the entire time. So every drink I take, I'm getting the beer plus a little bit of the foamy head on this. And that's really doing it for me. Like I am legit enjoying that. I just poured it in a glass. So your can has been open for a while. I don't know how much head was still in there. When you poured, did it, did you get any head at all out of it? Yeah. Like a quarter inch. Okay. It's not tasting much different for me, though. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. I'm drinking out of my craft beer bucket list glassware. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I wonder where you got that from. Yeah, from uh, <laughs> man, this guy. Ray, Ray, you're my best friend. You got me this uh, for Christmas. Uh, it's an etched glass with the craft beer bucket list logo on it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's sweet. Thank so, you. yeah. Yeah. I try to be nice on occasion. It doesn't happen often, yeah. but when it does, I try to put a little bit of effort into it. So, um, just to get things kicked off here, um, I'm going to be very honest. Yes, yes. I'm going to give this beer a 6.5. Whoa. Um, it's, it was a big, it was a big miss for me that, you know, I'm getting some of the flavors there. Um, I, I think that, uh, this is not a beer I'm going to come back to. I like a lot of their stuff too. That's so, you know, in whatever they, they do a lot of good things. Um, and the, their left-hand milk stouts, you know, the bread and butter obviously, but it's also a very good beer overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to try, I'm going to keep trying their products, but this is one that I don't think, unless they have it on CO2, uh, at some point I might try that, but this one here is not for me. Wow. So uh, what, what do you say, Tex? 
I'm going to go with a seven, but I kind of agree with Mike. I don't know if this is one of theirs I'd pick up. I love their left-hand milk stout. It's a staple for me, um, and it's a good solid beer, but this one is just not doing it for me. Big Ray. All right, fair enough. Like, uh, I've actually enjoyed this the entire time I've been drinking on it. Um, so, I, like I said, I feel like the lone wolf here. Uh, but, <laughs> man, I, I'm enjoy. I, I'm a fan of nitros. I am. And uh, for me, this one was a, a solid hit. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, the coffee notes don't come through as much as I'd like for an Imperial Stout. Uh, it, it, it says Imperial Stout in the can, so I do expect a little bit more of a, a, a solid punch with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also get it's a nitro, so we're dialing it up with the imperial, and it's kind of knocked down a bit because it you know it doesn't have the CO two. Um, so I, I kind of expected that going in, but I'm still getting some dark chocolate notes. I'm getting some hints of vanilla in this, uh, definitely some char or uh, some roasted some roasted notes, maybe roasted barley. Um, I'm definitely picking some of those things up. And uh, there's a, a bit of a chocolatey aftertaste that hangs out in. I'm enjoying that. So, and again, it's like, even still I'm, uh, in my pint glass, there's still just a, about a quarter inch head on this. Uh, the lacing is fantastic. It's, it's what I'd expect to see. And uh, for me, I'm, I would give this a, uh, probably at least an eight. Uh, my taste bros are digging it, man. So you say an eight? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm the lone wolf here. I'm I'm digging this. So I'm a big fan of the the, the milk stout too from Left Hand. Um, I, I don't think I've had a beer yet from Left Hand Brewing that I didn't like. Um, but that's one that sticks out. Yeah. Um, this this is good. I'm I'm on board with this beer. I would I would definitely drink this again. Okay. I would. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's your taste, bros. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I want to come back. So, and, and this is, um, I, I want to preface it that, that left hand has a lot of good stuff and for mm-hmm. one of their beers to miss kind of makes me a little bit sad because they do such good stuff. So when you have a miss for me, it's kind of sad, but, um, so, so Ray has a guitar, a guitar and a cross, uh, Tex, uh, what tattoos do you have? So I have my tattoo on my wrist. It's my Harry Potter one. Um, it says Lumos, but it's for the quilt. The quilt. Good Lord. The quote. <laughs> Happiness can be found in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. But when I first got it, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get a big tattoo. Well, I proceeded to get a big tattoo. Um, my other tattoo is five flowers on my rib cage on my left hand side of the women who shaped me. But I'm going to add two more for my dad and my youngest kiddo, and then it'll be finished. So, went from just a tiny wrist tattoo so to a pretty awesome. large side piece. So you got two: one huge, one mm-hmm. small. Yes. Yeah, my and big so one what, took what is me the about what? nine and a half hours? Good grief! Wow. <laughs> And it's not done yet. That's how that's how long Ray took on his cross, just because he was crying a lot about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! You know, I I did almost cry. In a, we may have talked about this on the podcast before, but I got this tattoo at a time when it was illegal 
to get tattoos in Oklahoma. And I know you and I have talked about this a lot. Breaking and uh, the, the tattoo was done with a homemade gun and a, a guitar string was used for the needle. That so makes it me was painful. Oh. oh, I don't know how I didn't get some weird disease out of that because I'm sure none of it was sterile. <laughs> but I was 20 years old and not a genius. Um, but it, it is what it is. Uh, I still have it. It still looks like a cross. It's obvious what it is. The guy did good considering the. the I'm making uh, quotes as I say tools because <laughs> that's <laughs> not really what it was at all. Um, but yeah, it's uh, is what it is. Wow. So and and it hurt like bad. <laughs> like I'm a pretty tough, dude. But that sucked. <laughs> wow. Man. All right. I, so, what's your fa- who's your favorite Harry Potter character? Luna Lovegood. And why is that Luna? Oh, yes. <laughs> I was about to say, why is that Luna Lovegood? It is Luna Lovegood because she's different. Like, she doesn't try to fit the mold, and she's just who she is, and she doesn't care. And I love that. Like, I strive to be more like that, to just be authentically me. And Ray, she's who's your such favorite a uh, Harry Potter character? Oh, yeah, she's a good friend, yeah. Good point. Um, so I've seen all the movies. What's the 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 old man? The is it Gandalf, the wizard guy? It's not <laughs> Gandalf. Dumbledore. No, so, so maybe Dumbledore. that guy. Yeah, it's like I I've seen. <laughs> I just I like that guy. He was a cool dude. He was, but I don't oh, remember Gandalf a lot of the names. Of honestly, I, I've seen all the movies once. Yeah. Oh God, yes, Jesus, help me. Um. No, you're right. But yeah, just the old man wizard. Like long hair, whatever, that guy. I like him. I'm, I'm going to have to pick Neville Longbottom. You, I think Mike? he's my favorite character. Oh, good choice. Yeah. I love Neville. I mean, yeah. I mean, you picked you picked Luna Lovegood, so I had to go with something different. <laughs> so. I wonder who, I forget. I went to a that girl. I Harry Potter world for my 30th birthday and dressed up like her a couple times. I wear like shirts inspired by her. She, she Ray, have you, you know who we're talking about? No, oh. I'm not. I'm not good with names, obviously. <laughs> no, you. Um, so no, I, I. She, she's like a like a, a blonde hippie type character. Um, is the best way to describe her in the movies. Um, Kind of anyway, she is sincerely one of my favorite characters on there. So, anyway, right on. And you know, everybody wants to talk about is it Emma Watson? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Emma Watson. You know, yeah, uh, the, the the girl that plays Luna Lovegood. Um, I think she steals the show. So anyway, yeah, she did a great job. That's my story. <laughs> yeah. You sticking we, to it? We need we need to pick. Yeah, it's my. Yeah, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> what song is that from? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's a Colin Ray song, man. Is that? Yeah, we talked about that, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's been in my head ever since we talked about it. I guess. You gotcha. So a lot of country music references on this podcast, unfortunately. Yeah, especially out of the '90s. Yeah, '90s. So 90s. It, it happens. It happens often. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I mean. Yeah, if it's if it's not nineties country or Eddie Rabbit, we're not going to listen to it. <laughs> oh my! You just had to get it one so, more time. Wow! On there. 
Yeah, I, I'm not done. <laughs> like a little rib punch there. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's, we, we need to let's pair get a, into our song pairing. Yeah, we need to pair a song. I think we should um, let Tex go first. Oh, no, y'all go first because I'm trying to think. Okay, Ray, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I've got a song for you, man. Um, I'm going to go with my girl, Lindsay Sterling here, in the song Galvanize. I was taking and a Mike's break. like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I, I don't. I think you should sing a little bit of it. Um, It's one of those things. Where it's no lyrics, dude. It's just music. Oh. Well, so okay. Lindsay Sterling, um, you know, she was a, on American Idol some years ago, and uh, she's a fantastic violin player. And uh, she paired her her music with dubstep, and they told her like, "This is a terrible idea. This will never work." And then she went out on her own later and became like an international superstar. Hmm. And uh, she one, she's incredibly talented. She does all this crazy dancing stuff while she kills it on the violin. Uh, yeah. And then pairing it with dubstep is next level, bro. Okay. Um, very talented individual. Uh, but this is, for me, this is one of those beers, dude. It hits for me. Again, I know I'm the lone wolf here. Um, just high intensity, super talented. And I'm a non-dancer, but I kind of want to dance with a little bit of this beer in me. And uh, I would totally bounce around to some dubstep with with this. Like, I'm, I'm digging it, man. Lindsey Sterling. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, sounds good to me. Um, Tex, you want to go next? Or you want me to go? You go, babe. All right. So this is the time of the podcast where um, I'm going to pick the best song of all the songs. Uh, and so the, the song I would pick to go with this is Jesus Christ eating all chicken wings. <laughs> Oh no, he didn't. My Lord no, and Savior. Yes, he did. Flavor the Savior. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ eating on a chicken wing. I'm gonna have to go with Jesus Christ eating on a chicken wing by Clown This Presley. Um, <laughs> if you don't know who Clown This Presley is, you uh, missing out on life. Uh, Clown This Presley is a uh, international superstar. Uh, and one of his hits uh, is called Jesus Christ Eating on a Chicken Wing. Um, and I just think that, you know, uh, Clownvis Presley is out of this world. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, he's kind of got a cowboy type hill, uh, rockabilly swagger to him. I think he fits. And I'm going to go with Jesus Christ Eating on a Chicken Wing by Clownvis Presley. Yeah. Well, he, all right. Are you ready for so, Hey. Jesus Christ eating all the chicken wings. <laughs> so, so Tex, how, how do you follow that act? Like, what, what, how, I don't. how? How could you possibly? <laughs> I'm definitely not going <laughs> to sing for you, but Aww. I'm going to have to go with another one from the Kildares, but do their whiskey in the jar. Uh, no Is singing? that a Metallica cover? I don't know. And I'm not singing Mike. <laughs> it's a, I love their CD, and that's one of the ones I sing quite often when I'm rocking along to it in the car. Right. So here, here's the deal. I think we should both mute our mics so yeah. we can't hear her, and then she can just sing like we're not there. No, nope. 
Oh, I was hoping I could drop some trickery. Because even if we. No. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I won't, <laughs> no, no peer pressure for me. They're listening to me saying, I mean, it can't be any worse than that. And, yeah. and no one's listening now because of that, Mike. Let's just be real. <laughs> Um, if there's anybody listening at this point, I want to give you a big old internet hug and say thank you for being a true supporter because we love you. Like, literally love you. I mean, <laughs> fantastic. If they've endured my ASMR voices and my singing. They're, they're true fans. They they are, yes. So yeah. many kudos to you. So so many kudos. Yeah. Well. They've earned so, their sticker at this uh, point. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes, they have. <laughs> Oh my. So for the left-handed galactic cowboy, uh, I gave it a six and a half. Tex gave it a seven. Ray gave it an eight overall. That's like a 7.25. That's a, that's, that's a doable rating. It is still on the craft beer bucket list, Mike. It is. So, um, overall, um, you know, the left-handed galactic cowboy got a 7.25. The Guinness extra stout came in at 8.25 and the iron monk milk stout came in at 8.5. So, Three up, three down, three on the list. Boom. All of them added to the craft beer bucket list. So, you know, you got to set them up. You got to knock them down. You got to go on about your way. So, uh, so I know we're getting close to time here. Um, so I want to thank text loves beer for joining us. Um, you can find her on Instagram at text loves beer. I encourage everybody to go check her out. She drinks some really good beers. Um, you know, uh, some of them I'm really, really jealous about. Um, and she's going to have to start, uh, saving me some here and there, especially those temptress, uh, beers that she gets. They um, just and, released mm. a French toast version. <sighs> oh <laughs> man. I love a French toast out. <sighs> I think I'm going to have to get it for us. Yes. Um, uh, yes, please. All right. Well, that killed my <laughs> mood. I was in such a good mood. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I haven't you know, had it yet, so it's okay. So like, Mike, get it for you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got to cut you. We, we've Go done this with a lot of our other guests on the show. We've sure. asked you a lot of questions tonight. Oh, yeah. Tech, so I don't want to ask you any more, but I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you have any questions for me or Mike? What is your all-time favorite beer? Holy hell. <laughs> the worst question ever. <laughs> Ray, go ahead. Uh, that's an easy one for me. I've talked about it before. Uh, my favorite all-time beer is the Dogfish Head 120-minute IPA. I have one oh, in my fridge Lord. right now. Those are so good. They they are. and Wow, and you're a non-IPA I person. I am not an IPA person, but I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a special, special beer. They're expensive. They're, they're for those that that uh, have not had one. They cost a little bit. Worth every penny, in my opinion. Yeah. Goodness. So, um, man. So, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to roll through beers in my head. Um, I, I can say honestly that, um, none of the beers I had tonight will be in that spot. <laughs> um, but that's you know, a fair that's, statement. That's okay. Uh, so I, I'll tell you what, 
uh, I can I can name off a few that I really liked. How's that? Deal. So, um, Three Floyds Brewing out of uh, Indiana. They're Dark Lord. It's a dark stout, imperial stout. Um, I thought it was really, really good. Um, I recently was given a, a imperial stout uh, from Boulevard. It was aged in a couple of different uh, barrels. Um, and that, that beer, uh, hit a home run for me. Um, it was again, really good. Um, uh, victory at sea by ballast point. Um, it's, they've got a barrel aged version of that. Um, really good. Um, and then old Rasputin, I think mm. is another solid beer. And that's a, that's one you can get pretty much anywhere all the time. And that's high quality. Um, you know, uh, for a while, uh, the Goose Island, uh, Bourbon County was not mm-hmm. at the top of my list. And I think I've come around to that a little bit more. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll, I think, I think that's going to be up there. Um, but that old Rasputin is probably the, the, my top beer of beers you can get anywhere. Right. So a lot of these other ones that people are like, ah, I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Uh, and, and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you, know, you get what you get whatever, wherever you can get it right i mean there's some beers that i can't get as well but old rasputin's probably a top one as far as you can get anywhere but, but beyond that i mean uh dark lord is probably one of the top ones um you know uh i, I really like that um that temptress uh so uh, i had like a maybe it was french quarter temptress mm-hmm. it's really good that's the coffee one and then you know and that Victory at Sea by Ballast Point, their, their barrel-aged version of that was really good. And that, uh, you know what? There's another one by Great Divide called Yeti. I had a barrel-aged Yeti. It was really good. I guess I'm, I'm getting a, a sense of uh, some commonalities here is a lot of barrel-aged stuff. Um, you need to try but, bourbon barrel-aged Temptress. Yeah, I do. So I do. Good. You know what? It's funny, though, is I don't like barley wines i know that they're you know like barley wines is kind of like the the kingpin right or you know whatnot a lot of people really dig them i'm not a barley wine fan Hmm. so i don't like it i don't like it overly boozy lakewood can make some good barley wines but their bourbon barrel temptress is amazing i actually have two of their 2019 bottles still aging in a beer fridge i got another one uh willitize by lagunitas have y'all had that? Mm-mm. I have not had that one yet. So, and and it's seasonal. I don't know if you can still find them around, but uh, talking about a really darn good beer, uh, the Lagunitas Willitize is really good, really good. So, anyway, and and I've got, a, I mean, I've got a ton of other ones that are I just think are great, but those are probably my top ones. I love, love, love a good solid lager. So, you know. Good Bavarian lager, whatnot. Mm. So anyway, what, what about you, Tex? What's your favorite beer of all time? That's a hard one for me. Um, I'd probably have to be like you and have a couple. So I love Cowtown Brewing Company's um, Cow Tipper. It's just a solid stout for me. It's go-to and just I'm always going to knock it out of the park. And then for a more readily available Temptress, just Lakewood's Temptress is so good. 
and the variants are a lot of fun. Um, like French Quarter we talked about has more of the coffee underlying flavor. They've done a salted caramel. They've done a sin mint, which is like a chocolate mint one. They've done a peanut uh-huh. butter. So they have a bunch of varieties of it, but just Temptress is so good. I love bourbon barrel aged outs though. So bourbon barrel Temptress is probably one of my all-time favorites. How about you, Ray? Man. Well, you told us, yeah. So, yeah, I, d- I did already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, go ahead, Ray. Have at it. No, I'm just curious. Uh, any any other questions for us? I mean, I'm just so we're open books. Um, so it's just it's just whatever. And I think our listeners enjoy this too because uh, they get a different feel other than uh, just what we talk about normally. I'm terrible at questions, so I'm probably good. <laughs> Oh, that's fair. No, not not a problem at all. I, you know, uh, overall, I just want to say uh, thank you again uh, to Tex. Uh, folks can find uh, her Instagram at Tex Loves Beer, um, and then you know, give her a follow, give her a shout out, um, and tell her what beers you're drinking, and, and uh, see what she's got to say about it. She might give you a hard time. She might give you a thumbs up or a heart or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. She's all right. <laughs> Thank you all so much for having me yeah, on your that's podcast. A good I definitely enjoyed it, and I really appreciate you letting me join in. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much, Ray. Uh, why don't you uh, close us out, man? I would love to do that. So, everybody, please before you go, take a look in the show notes of the podcast. Be sure to find all of the breweries that we featured tonight. Give them a like on their Facebook page. Go ahead and share their information around. And if you can, buy some of their beers and have them professionally shipped to your location if they're not distributed to where you are. While you're on the social medias, be sure to follow us on the Facebook, the Instagrams, and the Twitter. Give us some thumbs up and some shares as well. If you listen to us on Apple Podcast, go ahead and give us five stars while you're there. Otherwise, if you find us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and many more, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification button so you get a pop-up every time we post a new podcast every Tuesday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. And again, so many thank yous to to, uh, Texlos Beer for joining us tonight. Uh, We always appreciate you. You've been very supportive of us since uh, we got started with this, and I certainly appreciate that. And thanks for carving out the time to hang out with us. I know you're super busy. And uh, otherwise, please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do support local. And we will see you on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.